there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. We're back. Hey, everybody. Purple Pill Show. I am the code, your host, Shotgun Tim Botdos. This episode is called New Age versus Born Again. And this is the show where we suspend our beliefs on what was and what is, and we use our imagination on what is and what could be in order to transcend the matrix, hack the 3D, and finally exit the Truman Show and bring... Uh, the kingdom of heaven to earth. All right. All right. So um, pretty fired up today. Uh, had a big weekend. Uh, we had the 11-11-11 Stargate portal, which those are fun words. Really, it just means uh, the Holy Spirit is moving in a very profound way um, and awakening and giving knowledge to millions and millions of people. And we're getting that much closer to bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. So the whole premise of the Purple Pill Show, um, just to remind everybody, is uh, what happens if you do what the master says, if you actually do it, which is real simple. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself, don't judge. <laughs> And fix your mind oh on beautiful God. things and good That's things. That's it? That sounds simple. All you have to do are those things. And then according to the master himself in the scriptures and all spiritual disciplines, basically, if you do those things, then miracles happen all around you and you're actually living under the law of heaven instead of, instead of, instead of, instead of under the law of the world. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and so that's what we're trying to accomplish here, showing people how that all works. And lately, uh, you know, when I'm spreading, um, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on message boards, and uh, I'm sharing a lot of my downloads and, and, uh, and scripture that coincides with those downloads. Um, and it's, it's very solid and, and very uplifting. Mm-hmm because we're called to, to spread the good news. The good news is the kingdom of heaven is coming to earth in our lifetime and it's right on, it's right on the precipice. I mean, it can, it could be here tomorrow. It's at hand. It's at hand. As the master tells us, the right. kingdom is at hand. No joke, man. That's great. Um, if we can just love ourselves and, and love one another unconditionally and not judge and just trust with gratitude and every moment, the kingdom is already here right now. Boom. We can, we'll be able to see it. We'll be able to interact with it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And it'll get more and more real as more and more of us get deeper and deeper and deeper and lean more into the Holy Spirit's message. The 3D changes and adapts into the 5D. Right, exactly. Based on your beliefs. Based on your beliefs. Right. That's right. 
Um, and so I'm on these message boards and spreading these good messages. And then, um, you know, you get the naysayers. A lot of times they're bots. That's how you know you're over the target. Um, and they'll, <laughs> and they'll, they'll, uh, pull out the normal, um, enemy, which is Satan, uh, hell, uh, demons, uh, you know, all these different things. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? I'm so tired of these fake straw man arguments based on fear. Uh, meanwhile, you know, I'm not trying to argue with anybody. I'm just spreading the gospel of the kingdom. Like the master tells me to, right? I am the light. You are the light. Yeah. He is in me. I am in you. Um, we're straight worry, from the book of truth. <laughs> right. You know, uh, don't worry about your life. You know, mm-hmm. the, you're more valuable than anything on the planet. Anything God's ever created. You're the most valuable. You're sons of God and daughters of God. And so, we're going to go through uh, some new age, uh, what the, I should, I should uh, preface that with, we're going to go through what the system, the matrix, what they call new age mm-hmm. versus being born again slash the true new age. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is the new age would be the kingdom the new of heaven yeah, in the here. The, the new age is the 5D, it's the fifth dimension. Right, right, right. That's where we're going. The more we do what he says. It's not some no. hokey doka cult from no. the 70s or <laughs> right, something. Right, right. So, um, so, you know, the system and the controllers, our brothers in darkness over on the other side, you know, they're always trying to head off the Holy Spirit at the past. They're always trying to head off Buddha at the past, Muhammad. They're trying to head off all the spiritual disciplines at the past. But it's, uh, from my perspective, being in Western society and growing up a Christian, they're always trying to head off Jesus and, uh, and the Holy Spirit's uh, message and what they're trying to do. And so we know that the Lord told his disciples, I'm going to go away, right? He, he, he ascends to heaven. I'm going to go away, but I'm going to send you the helper, the Holy Spirit, who will bring you knowledge of all things. Uh-huh. And then he goes on to say that we're going to do greater things than him. Yeah. I mean, he says this. We're going to do greater things than him. Say to the mountain, move, it'll move. Yeah. Okay. So the controllers know that he's washing our at feet. some point the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. He washed Peter's. So the controllers know at some point the Holy Spirit is going to give these spiritual awakenings and downloads. Mm-hmm. First, it started with the disciple. First, it started with Jesus. Then it started with the disciples. Uh, then from there it went to the people they were healing and touching, right? Mm-hmm. All through the all through the New Testament, he heals people. Your belief has healed you, not me. Your belief has healed you, right? Yeah. And then they are all have a spiritual awakening. Okay. Um, belief is very powerful. It's the most powerful thing in the world. You can it's tell the, that from the Bible when he goes to Nazareth and he cannot perform miracles. Oh, that's they right. did not believe. That's right. And he left. Yeah, and, and he's the omnipotent uh, master. <laughs> right. But even he couldn't so, do it because they didn't believe. So it takes that collective belief. So yes. even there in the Bible, it shows us there's a polarity or collective consciousness belief that reality teeters on. That's very powerful. Oh, yeah. Any, yes, it's the most powerful thing. And so, you know, the mainstream Christians or just, you know, peop- the controllers, the bots, whatever, they come in and they start saying things. Uh, like, oh, love and light? 
Oh, love and light. Yeah, that's that's of that's new age. That's new age heresy, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know it's from Satan, and it's oh well, yeah, it's not Christ, so it's got to be Satan. Yeah, yeah, it's going to deceive you. Right. You know, he's going to come as an angel of light, and he's going to deceive you. And it's like, yeah, I'm already, I was already I was already deceived like three weeks ago. <laughs> I've been going to the normal church for a long time, and they were bathed as as uh, as angels. Okay, they're up there saying all these different things. And I like a lot of, don't get me wrong, I needed my time too. However, turns out, you know, it's a big uh, you know, fear campaign. And they don't even know it. They're just, they went to a seminary school, you know. Sure. Um, so love and light, oh no, that's terrible. That's, that's, that's new age. Mm-hmm. But then we know from the actual Bible. That I am the light. I am the you light. Are the you light. are the light. He is in me, I am in you. Wow. Okay, and then God is love, right? Is that in the Bible? <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's everywhere in the Bible. So, 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 love and light. What what Jesus Himself, what the Master teaches us, love and light. Those are reoccurring themes. Oh, throughout, for sure. Throughout the New Testament, okay, those things now are New Age because they say so. Because Aleister Crowley, this this uh, British intelligence spook that was married, that was born into one of the wealthiest families in the world, like the Rockefellers, but in Britain, right? Okay, right who studied, you know, nothing and went to the best colleges and then founded about nine different uh, religions that, that all say love and light and, you know, but, but, but it's all Satan though. It's love and light, but it's Satan love and light. Okay, bro. So I'm born here. I know nothing and I go to church and hopefully I go be with grandma one day, but even <laughs> that could, I could be fooled because Satan's love and light and God's love and light. So, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And so from my spiritual awakening myself, I know from the download, from the Holy Spirit, like this is ridiculous. You can discern which one is true and which one is false. One lines up with sure. the master's uh, uh, gospel of the kingdom and how to achieve and how to access it, and the other ones don't. So basically what happened was, you know, they created this character, Aleister Crowley, um, who went around and, and just made a counterfeit version of, uh, of what they thought at the time, what the Holy Spirit enlightening people, awakening people would look like. And now, and they've used him throughout history as a straw man point to him. They also, oh, go ahead. Real quick, I just want to drop this scripture in here. It's John seven twenty four. Uh-huh. Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do not judge... Based on what you see, mm-hmm. only judge on whether you are on the right path right. or the wrong path. That's the only judging we need to be doing. Judgment of, am I on the right path? Am I doing, basically it's just, am I, am I you know, conforming to the law of love? Which exactly. Is, which is love your neighbor as yourself and love God. That's it. This isn't rocket science. <laughs> okay? And if yeah. you're not doing that, then bad things will happen. That's why everything's bad's happening. Yeah. Um, okay. So they say, you know, Alistair Crowley and the whole thing, right? They got the straw man. They can, oh, you said love and light. That means you're of the devil, not of the God. But no, wait, I'm looking. No, I'm talking about Jesus. Wait, no. No one's going to hell. Wait. What happens when you tell them? I mean, I feel like they it's start so saying, easy they to start, understand. I know. Well, they start screaming that it's new age. Like someday, you know, at some point in their lives, they went to church and the pastor, you know, did a whole week on new age and, and, you know, love and light is of the devil or something. I mean, wow. it really, really, 
truly. Okay, and then the other one of the other things, uh, you know, the uh, the bots or the people on the message boards, they come in and they'll say, uh, okay, spiritual friends, uh, real quick, spiritual friends like to use a term called Christ consciousness. Yes, I've okay? heard that. And and what does that mean? All that means is thinking like the Master, thinking like God, or any spiritual thinking like Buddha, thinking like any spiritual discipline in the best way possible, right? Yeah. So it, Christ consciousness means having a mind like Christ. Oh, okay. That's all it means. Yeah. It's just a term. And it gets the point across. It's a very effective term to get the point across that we're all about Christ. Love. And love. So to, Because look, most spiritual disciplines already like Jesus a lot. Okay? Mm-hmm. They think he's super cool. And they hold him in high regard in all the religions. They hold him in high regard, right? The Muslims <laughs> think he's going to defeat evil at the end of the world, which he will. The Jews think he's a great prophet. Um, the Hindus believe he's one of the top gods. Uh, and the Buddhists think that Jesus uh, learned in the East at a certain time and became a great master. Okay. Yeah. So everyone already digs him. And so the. What was all, it, Gandhi, that yeah. said? Yeah, I oh, love yeah. your Christ, but I do not love your Christians. Yeah, right, right. Because the Christians are being brainwashed <laughs> by the church to think that there's, you know, the the red man's coming to get them. Right. Um. So everybody already likes Jesus. Okay, everybody does, and and spiritual people like him too. Mm-hmm. So that's why everyone's agreed to use this term called Christ consciousness. Okay. Because the Gospels are some of the most modern versions of spiritual disciplines that we have. What do I mean by that? I mean like the Romans stand in for the government of today, you know, and everyone's going to work in the gospels, you know, whereas uh, the Buddhist scriptures, it's Buddha giving parables and talking, but you don't know really know where he is. You know, he's not being persecuted, uh, you know, directly, you know, these, so uh, the New Testament gives us more of a modern version, right? Mm. Something easier. It's like reading a... a, a to understand. A, 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 a today. But yeah, easier right. For understand. our more modern times. Right? right. Everyone already likes the Lord. Okay, great. So they use this term, Christ consciousness, which all it means is having a mind like Christ, having a mind like God, which is love your neighbor, love yourself, don't judge, don't hate, no negativity. Righteous Love and light, righteous discernment. Okay, mm-hmm. this isn't... I mean, what's the problem? Yeah. The new age, you know, uh, uh, bots or, or people or, or mainstream Christians that are just too freaked out of their minds. Christ consciousness. Oh, you're denying Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? That's what they say. No, that you're denying. Je- you're denying. I, I say Christ consciousness. They say you're denying Christ. I mean, you can't win folks. That's wild. I'm like, you know, like having a Christ consciousness, like having a mind like Christ. Oh, you're new. New age. age. Oh, what? You're going to be deceived. But no, Jesus says it. Uh, bring us up. What, what's the, oh, what's the scripture? Oh, here's one right here. Having a mind like Christ. Uh, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. New age. <laughs> That's not- <laughs> New age. You're going uh, to hell. You're going to be deceived. Oh, uh, that's great. I mean, is this nuts? 
This is what they say. <laughs> Love and light and Christ consciousness, which means having a mind like Christ. We even have Christ in the name. It's still not good enough. They come out of the woodwork. Just know there has to be demons to fight in the skies. I want to see lasers. I want to see Darth Vader blow up Alderaan. It's like, <laughs> why? Why would you want Why that? do you want to see that? Right. Why do you want right. to do that? Um, so this is, this is, you know, the things I'm running into. And then, you know, I point him to scripture like, no, he says to have a mind like him and you have to have a mind like a child and all these different things. And they just, they just can't, you know, can't get over it. They, they won't let me, they won't let the message go out, but it's going out regardless. And so, it is. and so then the other, one of the other things they, one of the other talking points of, uh, of these gatekeepers, which, you know, they don't want you to stumble upon this Holy Spirit awakening, which they can't stop it, but they can try to slow it, mm-hmm. is that spiritual awakening. You say you have a spiritual awakening and they go, oh, well, that's not a Jesus awakening. So now it's, you're. It goes right to it's judge. Like, wait a minute. Judging, like a judgment. Yeah, it's a judgment call. Yeah, yeah. Your your awakening isn't good enough for my awakening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spiritual awakening. Wait a minute. Yeah, spirit. Yeah, we're talking about Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. No, you said spirit, not Holy Spirit. There's nine different spirits. It's like this isn't a <laughs> this isn't a lifesavers. Halloween's on the. <laughs> we're on the heels of Halloween. Oh, I geez. mean, we're kind of awakening. Are I we mean, talking wait a minute. About? So then, so then you go. You take the spiritual awakening. And basically, a spiritual awakening is just being born again. John 3, 5. Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. New age! <laughs> You're going to hell. Satan's coming to get you right now. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's what it is. So that's what Jesus says. That's what Jesus Dude, says. They hate me when I say that. Of the spirit. They hate me when I say that. Wow. They just flip out. And they keep following me digitally everywhere I go. <laughs> I have to block them. Because it makes no sense. I look into it. This is how you discern, people. This is, this is if, it, if it matches up with love and non-judgment and right. loving God, then it's truth. If it lines up with fear and separation and us versus them, it's false. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. If it's none of that, then then it's shit. Get rolled. Yeah. New age. <laughs> okay. Right. How do you know if it's? How do you know you're not being deceived? How do I know? Roll it, Tim. <laughs> no, no. Roll that same one you just read. Oh, you want that? Yeah, one? yeah. When I say roll it, roll it. Oh, okay. Uh. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Okay. Since my spiritual awakening, a.k.a. download from the Holy Spirit, have I been more like this as opposed to the way I was before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we're right in line here then. for sure. So then I guess I'm not going to hell then, right? According to that. Mm, No. Okay. Thank God. 
And according to the fact that there is no hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, there is because it's here now. Right. Right. right? Yeah. It's, it's just right. not a place if you of want to create ever, it. Yeah, right. Everlasting torment. Believe. No. Everlasting torment's right now. Okay. I got to pay taxes on Tuesday. Right? <laughs> uh, no, no. But seriously. Okay. So, you know, they, they created this new age character, you know, Aleister Crowley. And if you look at the dates, it's right around the time that Neville Goddard, our one of our greatest spiritual friends, is going on. Joseph Murphy is getting very popular. It was called New Thought Christianity. And mm-hmm. it's basically our podcast, but in book form back in the 19, uh, 20s 1915 to, 40, to about like 1915 to about 1940. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was and then that's where you have um, uh, Christian science comes from New Thought, actually. The founder of that it was a new thought person and it's still powerful today um uh in society yeah. right uh, masons also freemasons are also uh new thought christianity um and they're very powerful and there's look at there's 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 good and bad in all things okay so just because right. it's freemasons doesn't mean everybody's bad there's there's plenty of bad there's also plenty of good okay it all depends on what you want to look for sure um Okay, so yeah. And then in the 70s, it started getting pretty big. Holy Spirit was really moving, awakening everybody. And then they, you know, put LSD in everybody's coffee. And then whenever whenever someone was saying, you know, trying to give a download, trying to um, spread the, the word, mm-hmm. they would just say, no, you're on drugs. Right? They have some, well, are you on acid? If you're doing it from a non Christian, <laughs> if you were trying to do love and light and preach that good news without being part of a church or part of Jesus, then you were called a drug addict and you're high. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And then if you were having an actual, and, and so, but you're still having the same spiritual awakening. Okay. But then if you were a Christian having a spiritual awakening, they would say you're new age and that you're being deceived by Satan. So if you're not in the church and you're just having a normal spiritual awakening, they say, no, you're just high. Right. If you are in the church and you have a spiritual awakening and you start questioning certain tenets, they say, oh, nope, you're being deceived, new age. Now you go over in this bucket. And then they put, they cast doubt that way. And they just keep, they just keep swinging for the fences, dude, trying to, mm-hmm. trying to stop everybody from doing this. Uh, and so, you know, the Holy Spirit's ramped it up over the years and, uh, you know, we're here to help, uh, help people discern and, and see what's going on. So if you ever, you know, are having these thoughts, uh, you know, of, of, of doing what the master tells us and this knowing of, you know, loving your enemy and how that makes sense and having no enemy because every hair on your head is numbered and you are more valuable than you're the most valuable thing in the world. What was that scripture? You brought it up earlier, that Luke one. Right. Um, you know, you don't have to, there's nothing to fear. There's no new age. Okay. There isn't. Okay. Look, look, there is a new age coming. Okay. That's why they call it that. The new age is the age of the the kingdom. kingdom. Right. It's the dawn of the kingdom. It's the dawn of the kingdom. The kingdom's coming back. And when, and we're all going to live in the fifth dimension, which is the, which is the kingdom dimension right in the physical realm. Okay. So that is the new age. Yes, there is a new age coming, but it's not the, the fake counterfeit one that crystals and the Alistair, look, if it looks like a movie and sounds like a oogie boogie, then it is. 
<laughs> it's not real. Quack psychedelic. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's right. not real. If it, if, it, if it sounds like a horror movie, then it is a horror movie. It's a movie. It's, it's either God or Godzilla, right? <laughs> right. Um, okay, so that scripture you were talking about, yeah. It was in Luke. We love Luke. So <laughs> this is what I've determined. Matthew is like the really nice, soft, uh, soft-spoken. It's more or less about love, and it makes you feel good. The you know, laws. Clouds. It's really good with the right, laws. Straightforward. How to meditate. Luke is punch you in the face. You want to hear. You don't want. This is the stuff you don't want to hear. Right, right. Right. And this is how you discern that. Um, Okay. It's Luke 12, verse 4 through 7. Okay. Now, this is something that the mainstream church throws at us very often. To try to say, look, see, there is hell. Mm-hmm. Look, see, you need to fear God. You know, God's a, you know, he's going to, he's going to get you if you're bad. Okay. Yeah. So then a bunch of quote unquote good people are running around going, can't wait for those bad people to go to hell. That happens that so many like, times to that me That doesn't in sound church, like man. loving your neighbor. No. How can you, you walk you love, out of there hating yourself. How can you, how can you, <laughs> how can you love your neighbor yet want, yet are okay with people going to hell? That's how you know he's using it as wow. a metaphor. He's yeah. using it as a metaphor. Because it doesn't get any more hellish if you're a Jew in Rome with the Romans ruling all over your land and persecuting, you know, your your Messiah. Okay. Dude, that's hilarious. That should be like the number one uh commandment. Love God, love others, right? Love, love God, others. Yeah. L- love others. Love God, love your neighbor love as yourself. But how would how can you sit there and wish someone to go to hell? Yeah, right. And Jesus definitely wouldn't do it. Okay, so it's Luke 12, verse 4. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom you sh- who you shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yeah, I say unto you, fear him. God, right? Mm-hmm. But then he immediately switches in the same. I say unto you, fear him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, that therefore. That makes me feel really scared. Fear not, therefore. Every hair on my head's numbered. That's how precious you are. But right after that, he says what? Fear not, therefore. Oh. Ye are of more value than many sparrows. Fear not. Yeah. Here's who you should fear, God. And then, fear not, therefore. <laughs> so don't even fear God. Right. Because you're his precious child. That's the that's the thing. But I think they in church they stop you. He hath killed, hath power to cast into hell. They just stop there. Yeah. And every hair on your head is numbered. So make sure you Yeah, so good. make sure be right. good for goodness sake. <laughs> you better not Right? right. Yeah, so right. God's Santa Claus now, but he's not bringing presents, he's bringing hell. Oh, wow. If you dare even look at a chick right yeah yeah but no no it's fear not therefore does this just is this mandela is this mandela it has thing? to be fear, fear not, not therefore. therefore i'll tell you who to fear fear god but you're more you're more precious than anything ever so fear not therefore. like wow i'm just wow. no yeah. no but, but that, that's the thing that's how you know he's using that hell reference as as a metaphor mm-hmm. okay because he's immediately telling you you're not going to hell there's nothing. To be. Because uh, fear not, therefore. 
Okay, and don't forget, at the beginning of this, there's multitudes. It's like Lollapalooza, right? I mean, it's like bigger. bigger than that. Oh, yeah, it's like Woodstock. It's Woodstock. What's it say? <laughs> Luke 12, verse 1. In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, so much that they walked upon one another. Oh. I mean, this is just Pearl Jam concert at the pit. Yeah. And he immediately goes into, hey. They're not there for. Because everybody's probably afraid. What about the Pharisees? Oh, no, we're caught with Jesus. Oh, no, we're going to the big concert. And he's, he's, yeah. he's saying that he's God and stuff. Oh, no. He's like, hey, listen, you want to be afraid? Don't be afraid of them. What can they do? Kill you? No such thing. <laughs> I'll tell you who to fear. Fear God. But then? I'll tell you, fear not therefore. Fear not therefore. I mean, that's, 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 a good, that's good news. Yeah, that's rejoice and hear the good news. That's the good news. Okay. Now we're going to go over to um, how it all works. Okay. I, I, it's been a while since we've kind of covered this on the show. <sighs> all right, everybody. Is everyone paying fucking attention? Okay. Belief. This is how, this is how it goes. It's powerful. Heaven and hell, right? What is what did the master tell us about heaven? What is it, Luke? Uh, is it Luke ten verse seventeen? You look it up. Kingdoms within you. Yeah, the kingdom is within you, among you, and all around you. If anyone ever says, "Look, it's over here. Look, it's over there. Look, look, look it's here over here nor there. Look here nor there," for the kingdom is within you. And then translate it another way. It's all around you. Translate it another way. It's among you. Mm-hmm. And then the mainstream church ignorantly says, oh, he means himself. He's referring to himself. What? But no, he is in no, me. No, he's not. What the hell? No, he, he's not. He's talking about the kingdom for this entire book. The Lord himself only preaches one gospel, and it's the gospel of the kingdom. It's a metaphysical, fifth-dimensional world that we have access to. That Jesus is specifically talking about. That's how he feeds the multitudes. That's how he walks on the water. That's how he heals all the people. Okay? Yeah, here it is. Some of the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Oh, so the church leaders of the day are like, when will the kingdom come? (laughs) Jesus answered, God's kingdom is coming, but not in a way that you will be able to see with your eyes. People will say, look, here it is. Or there it is, because God's kingdom is within you. I mean, what's going on here? And so then, if God's kingdom is within you, then... Footnotes within or among. Right. Within you, among you, uh, all around you. Okay, fine. And he says in Matthew, it's at hand. Okay, so if it's at hand, and if you can't see it with your eyes... Right before he goes up. Then it's a metaphysical, fifth-dimensional kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it's already here. And so then if you rewind now, now if you look at his, since he said that's a definitive statement, if you reverse engineer all of his statements leading up to that, then you realize he's giving you the keys to access this unseen kingdom. And that's what we're always doing here. We're always going over how can we do that? How can we stay in that? How can we abide by the laws of of love? How can we obtain that? Right. And just remain and, and in that. Remain in that. And this is how we do it. 
And then, you know, we start figuring this out and it's been going really good. And then all of a sudden someone pops up and says, new age, <laughs> you're going to hell. It's Satan. Right, right. Okay. So we're all children of God. And even the master in the new Testament says we're sons of God. Mm-hmm. And he says, he also refers to all of us as gods. Okay. So he says we're sons of God. Uh, doesn't the old Testament say we are gods. And he says he's, he's within us and we're his temple. I mean, he, he goes he above and beyond. I am I mean, in you. He goes above and beyond to let you know that you are him. You are him, bro. Right. He is in you. Okay. His name is I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what does that look like? That looks like this. Whenever he heals somebody. In the Gospels, they go, oh, my gosh, you healed me. You healed me. He goes, no, your belief has healed you. Right. He always stops it. Your belief has healed you. Corrects him. Yeah. There's like one or two times he doesn't. Sounds alive. But it's another little thing he does. But, but I mean, it's 90% of the time, he go, they go, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. You healed me. And he goes, I'm not amazing. I didn't heal you. Your belief healed you. Doesn't he spit in the dirt your and wipe it on you. someone's eyes and they can yeah. see? Yeah. Yeah. And your, even then he's like, your belief is your healed. belief is healed you. Yeah, he even does he even does a little mud thing, a little mud pie thing on someone's eyes. It's your belief has healed you, your belief has healed you. Then we read about him going to Nazareth and he can't do any great miracles there because why? Because the people didn't believe. They didn't believe. Okay, so, so stop he just there. Moved on. Yeah. Okay, so that's the polarity consciousness. This is the the uh the uh, um uh, this is the collective consciousness. This is another trigger word, by the way, for mainstream Christians and people that are you know agnostic and stuff. They go, um, oh, collective consciousness? Is that the term you just used? Yeah. New, New age. age, you're going to hell. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jesus is talking about it right in there. In the New Testament, it says he can that the master himself, Jesus Christ, cannot perform great miracles in Nazareth because the people didn't believe Tim Roll it. This is Matthew thirteen fifty eight. Uh, this is it right here. Jesus rejected at Nazareth. It's uh, wait, hold on. It says Jesus rejected at Nazareth. Yeah, but I thought if you reject Jesus, you go to hell. New age. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Jesus said to them, "A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house." Now, he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. He did not do mighty works there. So, so somehow, so somehow, Jesus did not do mighty works there because it was dependent on something else. What was it dependent on? So his, him doing miracles was dependent upon another thing. What is that other thing according to scripture? Their belief. Their belief. What is it? it? Because of their unbelief. Oh. So it's their belief. That's how important that is. <sighs> this is massive. Okay? This this episode needs to get a million, 10 billion downloads. He couldn't do great miracle. Couldn't do many miracles. Couldn't do many miracles. But it said great or it said big. Mm-hmm. Okay, he couldn't do great miracles because... Of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. Because people didn't believe. That's why. Mighty works. Mighty works. There it is. He couldn't do mighty works. That says a lot. 
That's an emphasis there, right? Mm-hmm. He couldn't do mighty works in Nazareth, right, where he's from, because people wouldn't believe because of their unbelief. So, God moving, and how big or fast He moves. Now He can do it, but He's put these laws into place for a reason. So, Him moving is dependent upon his children believing. You got that? Yeah. Him moving and doing miracles through us, without it, whatever, is directly dependent upon our level of belief per scripture. Right. So if you extrapolate out, does God ever stop? Does God ever just, is he just in a waiting room at the DMV, just chilling out, waiting for us to believe? <laughs> no, he's not, right? Is he ever not within he's us? always ready to roll. Uh, is he never, is, is he ever not within us? No. He's within everything at all times. Whether you choose to believe that or not, he's always there. Consequently, God is always creating. He's always creating. He's creating with us, through us. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if we believe that we're separate, and if we believe we can be randomly murdered, and if we believe that Wars just happen, and that's just the way the world is. And if we believe that we die at 85, and if we believe that suffering and sickness and and injustice is just a part of the world that, that we just have to live with, then that's exactly what we're going to get. Yeah. And You're that's going to perceive what you believe. That's right. You're going to experience what you believe all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get what you want. Yeah, whether, whether you, you like, like it, it or, or not. not. So that's why he tells us to set your mind on beautiful things. Set your mind righteous on on on. Yeah, uh, what's that scripture? You know, beautiful, righteous. You know, uplifting things. Right. Yeah. You know, you believe those things and that's what you're going to get. You don't believe those things and you won't get that. So it's a good way to look at it is we are batteries of creation for the world with our collective consciousness, like the people in Nazareth. And the more our collective consciousness, now what's happening is that the Holy Spirit is moving to so many millions of people that the collective consciousness now is reaching a tipping point where we are not believing the world anymore and we are believing God again. And what does that look like? That looks like I'm tired of hate. I'm tired of hating others. I'm tired of being mean to others. I'm tired of thinking less of others. I'm tired of, and we all have good days and bad days, but basically, but but basically we're all, we're all exhausted, especially through COVID. And now it's occurred to us because of Holy spirit coming to us. Maybe we should try loving our neighbor for once 
and loving our enemy and turning the other cheek. I wonder if that'll fix anything. It's the only thing we haven't tried, right? Yeah. So our unbelief is what, that is what has made the world hell. Regardless of spiritual discipline that you practice, okay? It all comes down to unbelief. Doesn't matter what religion you're, if you're Hindu, your lack of 100% belief, your lack of belief is what is leading to the karma, right? If we could just lean in, and we are, millions of us are, and it's getting more powerful, the, the collective consciousness, the, the scale is tipping. Right. And we're going into this new age of fifth dimensional living, and the kingdom is coming. And we've got to, don't let anything get us off point. You, Luke 24, 45. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to start weeping on air. I know. Okay, say it again, please. It's Luke 24, 45. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Luke twenty two forty five twenty four forty five twenty four forty five. Then he opened their minds. Just crack. This is what I'm talking about. Right. right this is right, the download. Right, he right, opened right, my right. mind to under and I understand the scriptures way better. I never went to seminary, and Jesus says you don't have to. He's just going to crack your mind open like an egg, and then you will understand the scriptures. Right. Yeah. I mean, whoa, that's crazy. Uh, where, Knowledge that? of all things, right, bro? Right. I will, be, I will send you the helper, the Holy Spirit, because they're all freaked out at the time. We don't want you to leave, Lord. Where are you going? Don't worry about me. All right? I'm out of here. But I'm going to send you the helper, the Holy Spirit. He'll bring you knowledge of all things. And you do greater things than I. You're going to be better than me. <laughs> what does so that look hard like? To and, but, believe. But, but, the, but why is that so hard to believe? Because the mainstream church tells us we're freaking worthless sinners that don't deserve anything but dog piss. Right. That's why. That's why we're all crying in church because we're so unworthy. We're such pieces of POSs. And you know what? I mean, the way I believed before, kind of. Nobody's greater than Jesus. Oh, yeah. Nobody's greater <laughs> than Jesus. No, I don't think so either. But he's saying. <laughs> He's watching exactly. my feet. Exactly. You will do greater things than I. New age. <laughs> no one's greater than Jesus, but Jesus right. just said, we'll do greater things than him. And I said, he said greater things. He didn't say we were greater. Yeah. It's greater things than I. You're saying you're greater than Jesus? No. I'm just saying what he said. Yeah, yeah, right. You start arguing, you start like using like Jesus, like they're arguing with Jesus now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're Christians. It's like, wait a minute. I don't, he's going to crack my mind open and make, and I'll understand scripture. Yeah. So maybe there's, maybe your mind's not cracked. Mine is. That's okay. Let's, let's take let's a look. Start, let's start cracking eggs. Let's heads. start cracking eggs. <laughs> okay. So, you know, we're batteries of belief. And so the controllers have benefited from us not believing, right? Oh, for sure. Because we believe now, you know, you know, we believe that life is unfair and, you know, we believe that certain people are born with abundance and certain people are not born with it and we just have to be okay with it all and all these other things, you know, all these awful untrue things. Mm -hmm. The master teaches us 
Don't worry about you. You'll be clothed better than Solomon. Oh, yeah. Talks about jewels, mansions, and all these different things. Why don't we have them? Why? Why is there still poverty in the world? Why is there still suffering in the world? Because of our unbelief. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. It's not because of Satan. Well, I mean, Satan is the ego. So if you have one, then we have to put a stop to that guy. You know, he's he's your ego. He's the guy going. Yeah, this podcast sucks. Or, or <laughs> the guy talking to you right now doesn't know what he's talking. You know, that's the ego. But, you know, what's the ego saying? Now the ego's saying negative things. It's right. not it's not love and light, right? So you can discern that. Um <laughs> It's hate and darkness. It's hate and darkness now. Now everything's hate and darkness and less than. Yeah. And uh uh suck your thumb and pray for death. Um but you know, why do we have suffering in the world? Why do we have all these different things. And, and so let's say you're born uh, in some third world country where you're being persecuted. Your parents got shot by, you know, whatever, uh, some, some, uh, you know, some, some criminals and now you're an orphan and then you get beat at the orphanage. Right. But, but you're a Hindu the whole, your whole life. So mm-hmm. what now you die and you go to hell because you didn't, you didn't say the name or something. You didn't say Jesus name or something. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like that's not true. <laughs> of course it's not. Of course. Yeah. It's not it true couldn't be true because you didn't even. Know who Jesus was. Right. How are you supposed to say the name? Well, not only that, it can't be true because the beatitudes, the beatitudes show us that uh, 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 the meek will inherit the earth. Right. Right. So he's gonna. I mean, are you gonna inherit the earth, but also inherit hell or something? So that doesn't make sense, right? So it can only be this way. Don't you see that? It can. This is the way that he teaches. It is, and it is. His eyes were opened. His sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Mark eight. Verse 25. So we are batteries of belief. And if we believe the world, then we're going to get what the world's been serving us. Sure. But if we believe the Lord, we're going to get all the things he was talking about. And that's the way that that's the way that this whole thing's going. Um, You want to cut to this clip? Yeah, let's cut to the clip. This is a clip of uh, former Black Ops. Uh, he was part of um, he was part of uh, Area Fifty One back when it was you know not before it was a tourist attraction. Uh, classified Technologies. Um, he became a whistleblower for Project Looking Glass. Um, Project Camelot. Project too. Camelot. Um, Project Looking Glass. And uh, he's doing an interview. He's a whistleblower. Uh, he did a lot of metaphysical training. And this is a, the gist of it right here. Hmm. Biggest cherry on top of all this conversation um, would be a synopsis to say that um, if I could convince everybody out there that um, for all intents and purposes, what we believe to be true eventually becomes true. Um, if somebody convinces us uh, that a major disaster is going to happen in the very near future, a major disaster happens in the very near future. If we don't buy into that fear and accept that there is really nothing that we know know is going to happen and accept of whatever happens, um, that 
makes the convergence of the timelines happen as naturally as possible. And wow. <laughs> so that guy's name is Bill Wood. You can look him up uh, online. He has multiple interviews. Um, Bill Wood. And he's coming from a secular standpoint. He calls God the universe, and it's kind of just kind of a generic. Not, I don't want to say generic. I don't mean to be negative or disrespectful. He just comes from a secular form of spirituality, rather than a religion based. Right, uh, right. Which know, is fine. It's totally fine yeah, because ninety percent sure. of everything he's uh, he talks about in regards to spirituality is 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 uh, is true from my discernment from the Holy Spirit, and I can I can cross check it with the Gospels, like I have been. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a good point. You know, we're, we're, we're batteries of belief and the controllers have constantly put their little actors out there to try to mimic and perform counterfeit versions of this true spiritual awakening. One of them is that new age we keep uh, having new fun age. with. New age. <laughs> and then um, this other thing that they're doing is this whole idea of revelation from uh, mainstream church, okay? And... This idea is that revelation is a literal, um, that it hasn't happened yet, which mm-hmm. are all assumptions. Um, and, you know, it can be no other way. And so just get ready for locusts and millions die. I mean, it's just, it, it's the most horrifying image that the mainstream church has for the end. But, you know, but you're going to be raptured away. And, but everyone else that you may like, that, you, you know, the barista that made your coffee last week, she'll be burning in hell with her face melting off like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, it's just <laughs> awful. Right. Um, and so what happens is, and then you, you see it with new eyes, right? You get the download, you, you have this knowing now, and then you read revelation again and it just means the revealing, right? The tearing of the veil. And then when you look at it like that, all of a sudden you can see that the, the majority of the, um, of the book of revelation is all an internal, it's like the, in the mind of a man or a woman. Um, that things are being revealed. But the mainstream church takes this uh, book of Revelation, and not, and not only the mainstream church, just the system in general, the matrix in general. Uh, and they've, they've uh, cannibalized all the religions, right? So don't, don't take offense. But anyway, they take a literal interpretation, and they want to, and then they start putting things on the TV that line up with their literal version trying to say that, oh, look, look, God is, God is making this happen just like he said he would in the book of Revelation. Therefore, it's prophecy. Therefore, it's happening. Meanwhile, what are you actually looking at? Right? You're looking at a, you're looking at a screen. Mm-hmm. And you have a man or a woman on there that you've never met and never will telling you something. That's basically all it is. So you got the book of Revelation. There's certain things that are supposed to happen, right? The, the temple's supposed to be rebuilt. The Antichrist comes in. Everyone thinks he's great. And then, uh, you know, he's Barack Obama or, or, uh, or you know, uh, Ronald Reagan, okay? Uh, but even better than that, right? So they have, you know, this whole thing in Revelation, they have these certain things, you know, then, then he's the Antichrist, but you don't know it. And then like two years in, then you do, and he does these miracles, then locusts come. And then, you know, then he starts killing people, all these different things, um, floods, earthquakes, you name it. And so the system has this narrative all lined up and then all the mainstream Christians and, and, 
and because Christianity is so powerful, especially uh, mainstream Christianity is so powerful, it bleeds into the other faiths too, right? Like the Muslims have a very similar end of days type uh, prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then what the system does is as we're getting closer to this nexus point of the Holy Spirit, that collective consciousness, the tipping point of when we all have gotten the awakening from the Spirit uh, herself, as we get closer to that zenith point, they keep ramping up this revelation idea. How do they do that? Really? Yes. They go, oh, look, there was an earthquake in Tunisia. Oh, yes. The Bible I says this. That. I have seen that. There's a, you know, a kid over here that was born. It could be the Antichrist over here, you know, and there was this thing over here. Locusts are falling from the sky. And there's a video over yeah. here. And see, it's all lining up. And then and then you talk to your mom who's, you Another know. Another prophecy yeah. has been filled. Right, yeah. And, and, and they're like they have this <laughs> bloodlust. Like they want the prophecy to be filled so they right. can so they can be saved, but everyone else is going to burn. It's a death cult. I mean, it's just crazy. So so the system has an, has an inherent, um, uh, you know, an inherent, they have a skin in the game. They have an inherent advantage to line these up, right, in order to promote more fear and then to to turn more mainstream Christians off to the download. It's interesting you bring up Revelation because <laughs> I'm reading the scripture right now. It's 117. It's in Revelation, mm-hmm. 117, 118. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he was he laid his right hand on me saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Beautiful. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. He does have the keys, and that's the whole Gospels are showing us how to use those keys. (laughs) This one opens the trunk. This one starts the car. This one unlocks the passenger side. And you think to yourself, hey, why so many keys, Lord? And he just tells you, don't ask so many questions. <laughs> okay? Some things you can't know. Why there's so many keys, okay? Just know that I've given them to you and this is what they open. This but no one wants to open do. them. No one wants to use them. So, uh, you know, we, so beware of the mainstream. The prophecies. Well, being don't you filled. know that revelations are being fulfilled? <laughs> Who said that, mom? Don't be afraid. He says it's, it right there in Revelation right. 1. I go see mom and it's just all the prophecies are being fulfilled. Suck your thumb and pray for death. And it's like, what do you mean, ma? It's like, you didn't see, you know, and she pulls out, you know, the min- you know, the videos of the ministers. And, Magnitude you know, 9.7. Yeah, over and- here. And, you know, and they're all kind of trembling in fear. But at the same time, they're, you know, kind of happy about the whole thing because we're almost over. We don't have to pay our credit card bills anymore. Half and- the world's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's like, what are you talking about? I just got done running a mile with my dog. <laughs> I just took my kids to San Clemente and watched the sunset. Are you sure you're okay, mom? Yeah. You feeling all right? <laughs> like people are really, you know, this is what's in their, this is what's in their, in their mind. This is what they see. It's what they want to believe. That's what they want to believe. What they want to perceive. Right, right. What they want to believe is what they want to perceive. Wow. <laughs> Loving that, dude. Freaking, where's freaking, where's Wu-Tang? You need to get that, bro. I like that. Um, So... You got to guard your heart against that stuff. You know, new age, you know, born again. That's the other thing. Did I I already go over born again on this one or was that previous? That was previous. Okay. I want to go over this born again, okay? This is a trigger word. Now, this is a trigger word for spiritual friends. Because a lot of the other faiths, 
have soured. Like, just like you said with Gandhi, right? I love your Christ, but I don't like your Christians. Remember? Yeah. So a lot of the other faiths have kind of soured on mainstream Christians. Okay. And a lot of the, and evangelicals, which are, mm. which I consider those mainstream Christians to just as much as Catholics. But anyway, um, what happens is they'll come and say, well, we're born again. You know, we're born again, we're born again, Christians. Well, what does that mean? They don't really, I mean, I, I was born through the spirit. You know, they just have a kind of a like wild eye look in their eyes and they kind of speak like this. Yeah. I'm born again. Hey, how are you? And they have this smile on all the time, but you don't know if it's real or if they're going to stab you. It's almost like a weird Halloween movie. It's a mask. I'm to born run a again. Mask. No. I'm born again. And then, and then no, if you I really, you. if you get, you. if you get deep with them, they, Satan comes up pretty quickly. You know, oh no, don't do that because you may be, you know, going to hell now. Hello, Dave. Yeah. Welcome, Dave. Just hell 9,000. So, but the real truth about born again is, is simply another word for spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening and born again is the same thing. Right. Right, uh, the the dove, the spirit descends on you and cracks your head open like that scripture you just read, gives you knowledge of all things. And um, but if you think about born again, you so you think about being born. Okay, so as you're a baby, you're born, you come out of your mom's womb, mm-hmm. and you know nothing. You're a clean slate, right? You don't know where you came from. You don't know your name. They haven't given you one yet. You have no idea what world you're, you have. No, I mean, you know nothing. That's why you're crying. You take your first breath. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's being born. So what's being born again then? And it says the scripture, right? You have to be born of water and of spirit in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes. John 3, 5. Okay. Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of the spirit. You're born of water. Uh... When you're in utero, the breaking of the waters, you come out, that's born of water. What's born of spirit? You can't even enter the kingdom unless you're born of the spirit. You can't even mess around in the kingdom unless <laughs> yeah. you're born of the spirit. How'd you get born of the spirit, Tim? Huh? Oh, that I, was... Uh, you died. Yeah. I mean, I have the video. We have the video. We won't get into yeah, it. Yeah, my spiritual awakening was, you know, after I got sober. Yeah, right. It's part of this. So it, what is it, 12 step? Yeah. It's a 12 step. It's big book. Okay. Obviously, and, two guys that had the awakening. Right. Bill. Oh, no, no. I mean, everything I've read, everything you bring to me on the, out of that thing. Right. It's not even an AA book. It's it's a new thought book. It's it's a, it's a <laughs> it's thought, right. fifth dimension book. I mean, it might as well be yeah. in the spiritual section of, uh, of Barnes & Noble. I mean, it really Yeah, that's should. why a lot of this, I've found being in the program, like, you know, Emmett Fox and the Sermon on the Mount is part of that. You know, revelation throughout the, the early 1900s the yeah. or 1920. Um, you know, a lot of that. I mean, I think the big book was around 1930, 39, or something like that. Um, so right. It's around that like, same time. These are guys Spirit had a big that, movement then. You know, James Allen and James Allen. Fox. You know, yes. these, these are parts of the program. And why don't you hear about those people anymore? I'll tell you why. Because they invented the guy, Aleister Crowley, to come in and Shut mi- it down. mimic what they new said. Age. Yeah, mimic what they said, call it a right. new age, right. and now no one reads their books, and it was straight-up download from the Holy Spirit, all yeah. based on a, on a British operative. Okay, but, um, okay, so being born, clean slate. Being born again... Another clean slate. Has it to has be an, to it's, be. It's another clean it's slate. It's the same word, you're born. Well, born what are you again. cleaning out? Well, I think he tells us, right? Well, what's the scripture... Uh, 
do not conform to the world, renewing of the mind. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't you read that one earlier? Um, yeah. Right? And we can we can bring up even more where he's just, you know, the world is is a lie, basically. Okay? Right. And you need to believe me, not the world. That's why a lot of his sayings in the in the Gospels are so insane. Well, it, to it's insane to a person that only believes in the world, right? Do not worry about what you will eat or what you will wear or where you will work or what you will drive or how your kids will turn out. Everything that most worry people about nothing. worry about, don't worry about it. He says don't worry about anything. Why would he say that <laughs> if it wasn't true? Right. So, so in order to believe that, that's hard to believe, Cody. It is if you're holding on to your old beliefs. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, that is hard to believe. If you're holding on to your old beliefs, what about you just get rid of those beliefs? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, you know, viruses make you sick. No, they don't. What do you mean? Yeah, they do. No. What causes the sickness first? You have a sickness in your mind first, which is unbelief that you're a son or daughter of God, that you are going to do greater things than he. Your unbelief that the Holy Spirit will send knowledge of all things. That's the sickness. And it simply manifests as the virus. You got that? You writing that down? Because that's the way this all thing works. That's the sin. That's he how died it all for. works. That's, yeah, that's the sin he died for. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's our unbelief, unbelief that causes this world to be this way. Well, believing the, believing him, if we if we take him literal, you know, if we believe if we try and do what he says, we may lose everything. Oh, geez, everybody. <laughs> no, you're gonna gain everything. And right here. If we believe what he says, we may lose everything, right? Check this out. Luke 12, verse 13. And one of the company said unto him, Master. I always call him the master. right? right. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he will divide his inheritance with me. Some guy's asking Jesus, hey, give half of your dad's money to your fucking brother. What's going on here? Yeah, right. This guy's crazy. Why is he asking him this question? He wants him to be a a guy, you know, like, what's that guy that that does that? An estate freaking counselor, Mm -hmm. an estate judge. And one of the companies said unto him, this is during the the Woodstock, multitudes, innumerable multitudes, okay? And one of the companies said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. Don't forget my analogy before I started this of, well, if we believe that radically, that's irresponsible. We could lose everything, right? And he said unto him, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Okay. We may lose everything. Your life does not consist consist of the abundance of the things you possess. What do they consist of? What's in your mind? That's your belief, brother. That's what he's saying right here. Right. If we believe too radically, 
Well, take heed and beware of covetousness. Lose everything. And you had said earlier, right? Uh, lose your uh, uh, love your life, lose it. Mm-hmm. Hate your life, gain it. Mm-hmm. What could that possibly mean? He wants you to hate your life? No. <laughs> he wants you to hate the life you were born into, the, the life of the water, the life of pure materialism. He'll provide all the material you could ever want or need if you just do what he says. And then we'd be in that other dimension. And so that's, that's, uh, that's the gist of it. And it sounds to me like it's new age. (laughs) You're going to hell. It is. Oh my God. Um, I think we're, I think we're good. Yeah. John 15, I'm sorry, 12, 25. Anyone who loves their life will lose it. While anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Yeah, that's right. Well, read that one again about cracking your mind open. I want to do the King James though. Uh, he that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it into life eternal. Uh, that was the... What was that? Here, here we go. Ephesians 5, verse 14. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Arise from the dead. That's, a, that's another episode we got to get into. Oh, when yeah. He refuse, when he refers to people, you know, people running around, my, you know, your friend is dead, my son is dead. And every time... Jesus is like, they're not dead. They're just sleeping. (laughs) Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Romans 13, 11. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Boom. Ba-ba-boom. So we call this the great awakening. We call it spiritual awakening. What new age? Meanwhile, Isaiah 52 verse one, awake, awake, put on your strength, put on your beautiful garments. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Luke 24, 45. See, we don't have, he'll open your mind. Okay. Now that's new age. New age. No, don't. (laughs) Spiritual awakening, it's new age. They're gonna come get you. The devil's gonna deceive you. <laughs> so oh my good. god. Meanwhile, the ego devil's deceiving us all already, dude. That's already happened. He's already cast himself as an angel of light as in the in the in all the churches and all the f- disciplines he's co-opted. Right. Okay? And it's not you know, it's just it's just all of our collective egos. Take and up your so, cross. All right. We gotta be careful what you believe. Don't believe what, what they want us or we're going to get more of this same world where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and everyone's sick and dying and, you know, the elites are at the top and we're at the bottom. That, you know, that's, 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 it's total lies. It's total false. We're all sons of God and we all deserve a wonderful life. And this life lasts forever. So let's make it the best one together. Amen. We've got the collective consciousness. We know how this works. Let's go. Take that purple pill. We love you guys. See you next time.
Ouais, oui.